Welcome to our weekly tech review where we explore the latest trends, news and updates from the world of technology. This podcast is the perfect source for staying up to date with what is important to know right now. With me today I have Vincent and Chris and of course myself. Hi, I am Tarek. You can watch all episodes on YouTube or listen to us on all major podcast platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcast while you work out, drive or maybe even travel through space. So let's jump into the news and today uh, we will start with Chris and Microsoft and ChatGPT. Right, yeah. Um, I've wrote an article that actually I was a little bit startled about when I read the headline and um, this is more or less uh, sounding as follows. So Microsoft researchers plan to let ChatGPT control robots. Um, I don't know how you think about that, but I think that is a little bit crazy, uh, to be honest. So, um, uh, what I read here is that they want to allow ChatGPT to break out of the confines of the computer and uh, be used in the real world, right? I mean, sure, the named goals in the article seem to be noble and uh, also sound harmless, right? Like helping people. Uh, especially elderly people in their homes and so on and so forth. And that uh, combined with pictures, which we can see here in the article, of uh, cute and cuddly little baby robots, stuff like that. Um, but I would say, let's have a reality check here. So we all know that this is marketing. Um, and we all know that this is, of course, a start of a new, I would say, development of a new era. So those little robot cuties might be warming up your soup soup today um, or get you some lemonade or whatever is there said in the article. But um, of course, they also will grow up tomorrow. And Tarek, you know what that means? One of your famous <laughs> pictures. Here we go. Where is it? Yes. <laughs> that fits so perfectly. All right. Um, I mean... But back to back to uh, to serious uh, serious talk. I mean, um, think about the following, and this is fact checking, right? Um, there is an AI, ChatGPT uh, four at the moment, and others will be following, no doubt. Which we cannot be sure that it will always be doing what you want, because um, there is a black box decision making process within the AI. That is fact, and we don't completely understand that. Bam. At the same time, there is no possibility to control the AI entirely because we don't know how to enforce alignment. Bam, the alignment problem. And then we see the AI doing things which it has not been trained for, right? We see, um, as Microsoft actually put it last week or so, or last month in a paper saying that we see emerging sparks of AGI. And also, again, we don't know why, bam. So from my point of view, there is a bit too many not knowing whys. And um, additionally, we have all these reports, uh, reports of, of uh, Bing, uh, Bing AI actually going crazy, saying weird things to users and in some cases even threatening them. And uh, also with ChatGPT, we have heard that every now and then that it has proven, well, it's dark side uh, on more than one occasion. <laughs> <laughs> and all of that actually takes me as a, more or less reasonable thinking human to the inside that if you have an AI system which you do not totally understand, which you cannot entirely control, 
and which shows sparks of AGI. You just don't put that into the brains of a robot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it bad enough that such system actually is accessible to literally everyone nowadays. And that, um, from my point of view, a not ready to go system is being built into commercial products big time at the moment, right? Um, but from my point of view, this putting that also into, into robots, into the real world, so to say, this would be the next step of letting free to the world a potential teenage rampage um, AI or even AGI. I know what you're saying. Um, and I, I understand that this is kind of scary, but I am not sure if I am really afraid of that unless we put uh, GPT-4 into a killer robot. So the robot should not be armed. <laughs> I totally agree with that. But uh, the smaller experiments with having it move autonomously through your apartment or something, I think this is something that I'm really, really curious to see. And I, of, of course, it always depends on what could go wrong. But I think if we don't try what happens if we use something like GPT-4 in, uh, in a robot shell, we, we will not be able to learn from it and improve and i could imagine that um i mean right now we are trying to use gpt4 for basically everything and this is not the way to go and i could imagine that in the next generation um like in the next generation of um of these language models um we will create more specialized models that like we are doing it right now for um for code generation for example there are specialized models for code generation and i could imagine that when we now learn to what the problems and the limitations of uh, of robot controlling AI is that we will then generate more specialized um, models for that. But for this, we have to try and uh, to learn what is happening. Yeah. And of course, may maybe learning in a lab environment and not directly at home. <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. this but is yeah. interesting that you mentioned that. So this is actually one of the impressions that I have, that AI is feels to me a little bit like, um, if, you, if you want to put it in a bad way, a little bit like a virus, right? So it's out there and it's spreading and um, it has its dangers, right? It, had its, it has its threats. There's lots of possibility and lots of opportunity to, to do really great things with AI, but like with every technology, so it is per se a neutral thing. So it's not bad, it's not good. In the end, it's the question of how to use it. How mm. does humankind use the potentials of AI? And um, well, we know that there are many um, money and power seeking forces out there that will use AI and AGIs for their mm, purposes, whatever that might be. So, um, and, and I'm realistic enough to say, okay, this is a development which cannot be taken back, right? So the, it's AI, AGI is a thought that has been brought to the world. And if the, if the world, uh, if, if the thought is out there, you cannot take it back. So the development will be coming one way or the other. And all of us, we will um, experience that. So it will be definitely an interesting future. But also, Tarek, be realistic. Um, it will not stay with that, like um, little robots, as said, bringing lemonades or warming up soup or whatever you want to learn from them and, and have them in your, in your household. Um, of course, sooner or later, 
there will be killer robots. I mean, not not maybe killing robots, but but robots who will also be armed and for whatever reason as um, robot soldiers or to to uh, have actually um, guards on the borders or whatever. So all this will be coming. So it would not be realistic yeah. and would be actually naive saying that this is not becoming. So Absolutely. what, what we we'll yeah. see here is a start and future will be coming. Sometimes I feel a little bit like Will Smith and I robot. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, okay, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's interesting times, but um, right. <laughs> as said, it, it has potential, but I also see lots of threats and um, I, what I also see is like we had this uh, this call from uh, Elon Musk saying okay let's let's give it a break for some months I mean also this it will not happen not in the Western world but especially not in the other worlds so um, if, if one stops it's a race right and if, if yeah. one actually um, is getting slower or just stops the race all the others will be um, being even even faster so nobody will stop the whole development and it will be coming yeah absolutely but in terms of elon musk uh, i am really laughing about his comments of let's pause ai gen uh, development for a half a year while he is preparing to create his own ai company and so asking everyone around him to say okay let's stop developing this stuff and wait for me until i have my own ai company <laughs> and i can work uh, on you on the same level this yeah. feels a little bit shady to be honest yeah absolutely, but in absolutely. terms of with the killer robots i see what you're saying here and at some point of time i am absolutely sure that ai is going to control airplanes and drones and robots on the ground with guns but this article that we are seeing here talks about like this first experiment of having a robot shell controlled by a large language model even though it might not be made for this um but and so i think i see um in terms of the danger and the threats that we are faced with um, it's it's not going to happen that this generation of experiment is going to have a gun. Nobody in his right mind would start with an experiment that is actually going to kill humans. And um, I think if we are talking about, for example, autonomous vehicles, those are way more dangerous than the small robot that is supposed to get me a glass of coffee, uh, a cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, and so talking about dangerous AI self-driving cars might be more dangerous than the gpt controlled robot so right yeah now. as said um so i'm totally with you so what we see here is is harmless but from my point of view this is a start a start mm. of a development yes. and um i mean we have we have seen developments like um we're talking about sparks of AGI now, right? So mm -hmm. two or three years ago, everybody who had been asked and who was an expert in that field said, yeah, AGI, yeah, maybe it will be coming, maybe not. So it's a big task. Maybe it's not solvable. solvable. And if so, then uh, 50 years, the earliest, maybe 2070 or two, 2080, 90, something like that. And now we are about <laughs> actually to see sparks of AGI. And now the yeah. newest... Um, the newest estimations go up to five to 10 years until AGI is there. And again, I see the race, the race is open, right? Everybody 
is trying to be the first with a real AGI system and things will happen. I mean, you cannot yeah. discuss that away. And if you just see like little um, cutie robot shells here is one thing, but you know that I know that it won't stay like that, right? Of course, they will be bigger. The little baby robots will grow up. There will be teenage <laughs> rampage and sooner or later they will have guns. <laughs> That's the way it is, Tarek. <laughs> Okay, let's wait until next week. <laughs> Then we can talk about the the armed robots. And now, all right, this. let's continue with how Amazon's big bet on just walkout stumbled. Yeah, so I, I maybe maybe you recall. I think maybe we have twenty twenty three now. So maybe around eight years ago, we heard about this concept for the first time. Maybe seven years ago, but it was iPhone. Uh, without a notch time, that for sure, um, when uh, Amazon presented this concept. And the idea is super simple, right? You have a phone or a credit card. Um, you walk into the store, you swipe the card when you get into the store, and then you leave. Uh, it's quite easy. Um, and this... Uh, was a product a project that is being worked on um, by Amazon until this day. It is still being worked on uh, regarding uh, based on one source. Um, Amazon has around 1,000 people just working on just walkout stores, uh, mostly based in India. Uh, Amazon didn't comment on that, uh, but uh, declined that the number is 1,000. Uh, no matter what the actual number is, Amazon is still trying to push it into the market. Um, but the reality is uh, the market is not really interested in to, in that. Uh, we can see now that self-checkout is becoming more and more famous, even here in Germany. Uh, we see that uh, self-checkout with Rewe, uh, with Edeka and other uh, chains, they implement it even more. And this concept of the completely cashierless store is not really um, well go going off like it's supposed to be and what are the reasons for that well um, it becomes more clear and clear over time and now actually this is I don't I wouldn't call it the tipping point but Amazon just lost uh, another cop uh, another co-op with another US retailer um, for just walkout stores which is the reason of this article um, it, It is much more complicated and much more, much too difficult to actually uh, provide the service of just workout stores. Um, the stores have to be um, equipped with the equipment, which is very expensive, up to 200k. This can cost. Um, it doesn't mean that necessarily people um, less less employees work in the store because every shelf now needs a camera to be tracked, mm. um, and that means that also everything needs to be sorted very well. Um, and funnily enough, I don't know if you uh, recently went to a U.S. American food store. Um, I know Tarek that you did. I don't know about you, Chris. Um, you 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 know that in the U.S. everything is much more and much. Uh, much better sorted um, than it is the case here in Germany just because of the just because of the the, the principle of how drugstores and regular grocery stores are run in the US so this concept is very limited because as soon as this very clean logic of one product and then 
a small space and then there's another product coming and the, 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 this technology doesn't even work anymore. Um, so we can see that in the end, even though it might be in the end a very cool and modern way to shop, uh, the effectiveness uh, that once once connected with this um, is not very much existing and Amazon currently mostly operates a test stores to show how great this is but um, in the end needs a huge workforce to install the technology needs a huge workforce around the clock to maintain uh, this um, technology and then there is a lot of frustration on the customer side because as soon as something is not very well sorted uh, the technology just not, does not work anymore. Yeah. Um, last point, um, the resources that are used are very much used to double check, manually double check transactions. It's a bit like Siri and Apple. Um, ich, around 800 to between 700 and 800 of the of, of 1000 transactions uh, are currently um, audited manually to train the AI to understand better the purchases and these kind of things. Uh, this is far away because Amazon actually said around that time now they should they would be down between 30 and 50 per 1000. So they're far away from their goal. Yeah. I mean, um, still, I would give kudos to Amazon to still testing out these new concepts and they have the cash to do that. They are not going to get bankrupt uh, because they have like a failed experiment in this, even on the scale. Um, and from the beginning, it was questionable if this is going to work. And if they now say it's not really worth it and it's not going to work, okay, it's fine. They also have their drone program. They also had, um, what was it? I think they still have this smart lock system by where they say, okay, we automatically open doors for delivery people or something like that. And if they weren't testing that, we would never learn if it's going to work or not, right? And even though maybe today I'm in a very positive mood and in a very uh, trying mood and I say, let's try to uh, to allow robots to be steered by GPT and let's try to, uh, to have self-operated warehouse stores. I think if we don't try it, we won't, we will never learn um, if it's actually going to work or not. Um, yes, of course, we should not learn with armed robots, but I mean, this store... At the end, it's oh, maybe a loss for, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe having like these armed robots guarding the the exactly. That would have been <laughs> yeah. So you were stealing, we heard. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but I mean, in the end, uh, of course, we had to try it, and I wasn't aware that it's so expensive to actually build these things and operate these things, and. To be honest, I have n I, I never was in one of these stores and I wasn't sure how they are actually tracking the stuff that you're taking out of the shelves. They are scanned if they have like NFC chips on it or something like that. Um, but yeah, if it, obviously it's not really thought out in terms of replicability, <laughs> how to replicate this in a, in a sense that you can uh, actually finance this in the long term. But it showed that Amazon is valuating, is is um, is cherishing um, uh, innovation in in that matter, and they want to have these new concepts tried out. Yeah, and so even if it is like a failed experiment, I really think uh, it is a great experiment to be, to be done. Yeah, and I could imagine maybe they even have the learnings 
what exactly are the problems so that maybe in 10 years from now someone else is going to build something on top of that with the new technology um i don't know robot support or whatever that then it might uh, work out it's uh funny that you say that because actually that already happened and rewe here in germany is actually one of the best examples um really? because amazon i mean with this amazon positioned themselves very much also in a hardware um in, in, in the hardware industry, right? Um, not something they're not very much familiar with, but still, um, this is now a software as a, uh, now a software as a service product, a AWS product. And this, hap this just happened that they reorganized uh, the Just Walk Out concept into AWS. And, and the reason for that is because here in Germany, for example, um, the biggest of not retailer the biggest the biggest uh, company to provide self checkout uh, registers and things like the app of Rewe where you can scan your products or Edeka and just pay via the app and just leave the store again with a digital receipt these kind of things are built on a pure software as a service product that is powered by Google because Google <laughs> saw the um this is my assumption now my assumption is google saw the just walkout concept and they had their own store concept that which they killed i think in 2018 uh, the article set or 2019 but something between 17 and 19 one of these things and um, one of these those years and um that means that they definitely had a unit working on this they killed the physical part but i'm very much sure that they saw the opportunity for cloud services to operate these kinds of businesses and we see now for example i mean us all living in germany oh, sorry most of us living in germany um <laughs> we see that this actually was exactly the right way to go because in the end uh, retail stores will produce or buy or provide supply whatever you want to call it their own registers and the software behind it is what makes it successful yeah yeah again it's google <laughs> again it's google isn't that the best transition Tarek, to you exactly. i think that's the again it's google guys perfectly <laughs> perfect segue and now so this. let's continue with my article Uh, and it's not really this one article you might have seen that right now it's everywhere in the press because yesterday we had the Google I.O. 2023 and everyone was waiting for what is presented there because we all know right now Microsoft and OpenAI are the big winners in the AI race so far. But everyone wait, is waiting for the, the, the one big step of Google where they say, okay, our AI technologies are uh closing up and we provide provide services that might be as as good as or even better as the things that we see right now from microsoft and OpenAI, and at least the demos that we saw on google io were really really promising so for example they presented the new google maps service where they say uh, we now have an immersive view for routes where you not only get like the google maps calculations but actually a simulated um, flyby of the route that you're going to take and see what is what is going on there and maybe even evaluate which of the routes that were presented to you are more attractive to you. Yeah, so you can directly simulate a flyby of, of whatever you seek. Uh, then they had this magic editor and magic compose 
um, which is something that is not completely new. We saw this uh, already experimentally in some startups and uh, wherever, um, where you have an existing image and you can tell the machine what you want to be changed on this image. And there was one example where uh, a child was holding a cloud of balloons and the balloons were cut off because the image was like on the border. And um, it was possible to move the child with the balloons into the center of the image and reconstruct everything what was behind the child and the rest of the balloons and having like a beautiful picture. Then replacing the sky with more a friendly sky with sun and then the image was automatically corrected that even the shadows on the floor and the child was then lit correctly so um, it is kind of a faking of images but it's like now intelligent faking so it is really really like a perfect fake yeah and this is something that is going to be available for all google users and then of course maybe the biggest uh, step forward is the presentation of the new palm 2 language model which is going to be then par part of bart and right now we know bart does not have the best uh, reputation compared to gpt or G at least gpt4 um, but they are they are getting there and uh, even though they say um, that palm 2 doesn't is not trained with as many parameters as gpt4 uh, they basically say size doesn't matter <laughs> the, the the network needs to be trained in, in a in a more efficient way and so uh, they present that this new palm 2 model uh, is going to be uh, as powerful as the gpt models um, and they are going to use it um, for different use cases. And even though we don't see the screenshot here right now, they showed that they are going to present several versions of the Palm 2 model. A very, very small version that is going to be able to be operated on mobile devices so that you can locally on the mobile device use this uh, small version of Palm 2. And of course, then the large model uh, for other use cases. And uh, one very, very interesting announcement was that uh, Google is going to work together with Adobe and they introduced the new Adobe Firefly product, which you probably also have heard in the last weeks, in their image search and image manipulation service. So now you can directly tell the, the image search, what was it that they have here? Like, I want to have an image of a unicorn at a birthday party or something like that. And Firefly is going to uh, generate that. And this is, of course, something that they use to attack Microsoft and their DALI model, uh, which is uh, going to be introduced in the, the Microsoft suit. And so uh, what we see right now is that uh, Google is following up Microsoft and at the end, it might happen that the, the final products that we are going to use on Google will then be superior to Microsoft. This is, of course, not, not factual. This is what Google is wishing for. Um, but we see in this race that Google is coming up with their own product suite um, and Microsoft will might soon lose their their uh, lonely position at the top. Then of course on Google Workspace, we will have all these tools within Microsoft Word and Office, sorry, Microsoft, in the Google, uh, in, in the Google Drive and Google uh, uh, Writer uh, services. And they had a demo where they showed like email, Google Mail, and you have uh, an email from your, what was something like um, plane tickets. And you said, you typed in, please write me an email for uh, for demanding a refund. And then it was generating, based on the, the previous emails that you had, a perfect response to the airplane, uh, to, to the, um, what's it called? Um, airline, to the airline with your complaint and that you want a refund. And it's perfectly formulated email. And it, this is exactly what 
we are using uh, ChatGPT right now, but with copy and pasting everything. And there, uh, the, the BART model will directly access your emails and formulate with this context uh, the perfect replies. Then we have music LM uh, generating music from text prompt. We have image search. Um, and then some some more things like uh, like Sidekick, Cody for uh, code generation, and so on and so on. And I think one thing that I don't see in this article right now, but which is also very impressive, is the Google Search. And Google Search is going to be extended uh, exactly as Microsoft presented right now on Bing, but better. <laughs> At least the demo looked better than just the chat search. So you're searching for something in, on the in your prompt, and uh, the chatbot is answering your search result with a formulated answer like a person would do knowing all the answers. And additionally, you get um, the explanation of why this response is like that with sources that, um, that Bart is accessing and of course product recommendations and of course like the original search result page plus uh, some additional uh, um, follow-up questions that you can ask, of course, based on this context. Yeah, and this feels like a more round, more complete search result experience. And this is where Google, as we all know, is shining compared to the old Bing. And so I, I really expect that the new Google Suite that they are going to present in, during this year is going to be a really hard competitor for Microsoft and Bing. At least this is what it looks like based on the presentation that they gave on Google I.O. We know all this is all a lot of marketing in there and uh, the real deal must be as good as their marketing materials. Um, but right now, Microsoft owns everything. In the near future, this might change. Have you seen the Google I.O. presentations? Yes, no. <laughs> I have seen it. I tried to I tried to watch the whole thing, but I was very busy. Uh, fortunately, Google and Apple are doing the, exactly the same thing. And mm. Volkswagen, by the way, as well. They do a 10-minute version of the whole thing. I can only <laughs> suggest to everyone that um, to have a look at that. Um, I found it very interesting. I don't know. I have to say, I had a look at all of these things and maybe we are abgestumpft in German. We are, I don't know, <laughs> numb already when it comes yeah. to this. I watched the whole thing in the end and I thought, well, this is not reinventing the wheel. I mean, it was amazing to see the bike ride through San Francisco, I think it mm -hmm. was. Yeah, yeah. Um, the image creation tool, um, magic creation, I think uh, yeah. it is called, not magic eraser, it's magic creation this time. Um, amazing tool, all of these things, amazing. The search, yes, but in the end, honestly, kind of something I... Uh, yeah, I, I thought kind of, yeah, this is where we're going. I wasn't surprised. Yeah, I yeah. think it's actually um, the massive um, introduction of especially AI systems into all of these components and um, the bandwidth of tools which they offer in a new quality, right? So it's not the single 
uh, tool, the single application, which just gives you a boom. But uh, this 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 massive ramp up of all these tools coming together in a suit. So this, I think, is quite impressive, especially if you like compare that to what we had like one, two years ago before the whole ChatGPT 4 or 3 hype or ChatGPT hype as such actually came up, the AI hype. So uh, all of this was there, but now it has reached another level. And from my point of view, again, it's the AI discussion, right? It's it's not the tools yeah. as such which makes the difference, but it's this one component, the salt and the soup, so to say, the AI component, which now gives the whole thing a new dimension. And um, yeah, we'll see what happens. And especially, again, my point, I think that all many, all of these AI systems are not really uh, fully understood and and finally or developed or finished in their development. So this is what makes the whole thing very interesting for me, that um, all of these are being put into commercial operational products. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to how the whole thing will develop um, technically. But also there's another aspect um, which we have also discussed in, in, in tech review again and again. Of course, also the perfection which you have now with um, all these AI-based systems. <clears throat> what does that make, so to say, with our society? What does that make with our trust in um, the whole news media section? So now that where everybody, again, nearly every or literally everybody can fake their... Um, holiday pictures, their news pictures. Or, so, so you don't know what to believe any longer, right? So fake news is now open. All doors are open. Um, and you can prove everything with a picture you have created on your own. So, <laughs> I mean, this is, <laughs> this, is, this is challenging, I think. Yeah, yeah. We have to learn to live with that because seriously, I think this is the new reality we are living in and uh, there's no going back. And the only question is if it's Microsoft or is it Google who uh, launches like the next generation of services. But I think this is this is the reality we have to get used to. All right. Okay, yeah, I think we are all out of time and that's it for today. Thank you so much for your articles and see you next week. Bye.